What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Faith of the Fathers podcast, where scripture matters and history is the Lord. Uh, joined here with my good friend, Max McClure. How are you doing, brother? Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. <laughs> He's a little mic shy. Uh, not used to this. I'm just shy in general. Yeah, so honestly, I don't know if we should have a microphone in front of us. I'm an extreme toothache, and Max worked the night shift last night, so... How many hours of sleep did you get? Three. Three. So this is going to be interesting to say the least, but uh, hope you enjoy it. Hope you uh, get blessings out of it. Uh, So I don't know if you remember, but maybe around a year ago, I did uh, part of a Fellowship with the Father series out of 1 John, and I only did one episode, but I have the whole book planned out. And uh, I think going forward, whenever we have time, Max and I are going to uh, try to go through these and uh, just break down the word and and give us uh, some word. Uh, Give us some word. That made sense. See, I told you this is going to it's going to be rough. All right, Uh, Max, you want to read it and then we'll go forward. Verse five through nine, chapter one. Bible says, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie, and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Awesome. So uh, it's it's been a really long time since we went through it, but we talked about in verses one through five about how John is this eyewitness of Jesus. And he's literally saying that which we have seen, which we have heard and our hands have handled of the word of life. He says all that. And then he says, now, you know, this is the main message. This is what we're going to talk about. And then he opens it up with, you know, the world is dark and God is light. So break down for me what you think it means that the world is dark. Well, obviously, um, going back to creation, we see... Um, that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was um, without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the earth. So we know that darkness in some form existed from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the in my mind, the way I kind of classify darkness is dark, darkness exists because God exists. Um, to every reality, there's the opposite reality. So if because God is light and because God is truth, then automatically um, what follows is sin exists, lies exists, and darkness exists. So, and we, and we know that from Genesis that it, that it has existed from the very beginning, even before he created man. Um, so do you think it was from the beginning or do you think it was from the fall of well, Satan? fall or darkness was uh, is has been on the earth since it's the creation. fall of man and well in in the in the 
in the form that we have it today, as in mankind, it has been in us and with us since the fall of Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Darkness as as a antithesis to God's light has existed um, from the very beginning. I just don't know. I, I couldn't quantify to you what that looks like uh, okay. in my mind. I think I can get there with you on since um, creation of the world, you know, it says darkness was upon the face of the deep um as far as what do you what do you think it's talking about when he's talking about the world is dark like currently speaking um do you see that as as like a spiritual I, I, i do i see it as um i see darkness as lack of holiness mm-hmm. and i see what this is saying to be that the earth the world is now um it is fallen from god's holiness yeah so like you're saying uh darkness is the antithesis of god right so this is in context of uh of darkness being a result of the fall of mankind yeah um yeah yeah and then he goes on to say that uh that God is God is light and in him is no darkness at all. You know, um, so it's kind of crazy that one of the attributes of God is light. Literally, the Greek word here would be photon, uh, where we kind of get our word for uh, photography or pictures that use light to capture an image. But one of the names of God one of the ways that we recognize who God is, is because he is a God of the light. Mm-hmm. He is a God who uh, has no darkness. Uh, he's very forward. He does what he intends to do. And uh, sometimes he hold things, holds things back from our view, but he is very transparent in his what he's doing. So we can always tell the true God from a false God by whether or not it is a God of the light or a God of the darkness. Um, we see that with uh, demonic cults and uh, other world religions. Their God seems to be a God of the darkness, a God that operates in the dark. But God uh, clearly says here that he is light in him is no darkness at all. And he operates with a forward, um, honest acting. Uh, he, he's good. He's always good. And he's acting that out. Uh, to mankind for us to benefit from him and from mm-hmm. his light, just like how we benefit from the sun. Right. So I, th- I thought that was very interesting. What do you think about, um, about, so I wrote this down in my notes that we have, um, and I put everywhere that light reaches darkness, flees. Like we turn on the light switch in here in this uh, yeah. this office, and you know we're sitting down here. When, the moment we turned on the light, the light uh, eradicated the darkness. Yeah. I think. Um, well, I think what that indicates, first of all, as a quality of darkness, as opposed to a quality of light, uh, darkness is far weaker than the light of God uh, and light in general, and a specific verse comes to mind the intro in uh the gospel of john darkness doesn't understand light uh darkness and light don't mesh they don't go together Uh, and um john 1 
1 through 5 says, um, the word was God and word was with God. Through him all things were made and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and that life was the light of men. Yep. And that light shines in the darkness and the darkness doesn't comprehend that. Um, so I think uh, if we understand that all light, um, both realistic, realistically speaking, literally light and metaphorically speaking, uh, stems from God and the person of Jesus Christ, um, we can see how God being the creator of everything, yeah, uh, his light eradicates um, all darkness and all evil and all, yeah. all things so that are hidden. I was listening to this um, podcast this morning uh, on heaven and hell, and um, there was just some questions there from atheists that would respond um, to how could a loving God send people to hell, things like that. Uh, and if you're a Christian yeah. who is vocal about your faith, you've heard that yeah, one before. All the time. But we see that light and darkness don't mix. And so wherever light touches, darkness cannot exist. Exactly. And so because God is, is so loving and, um, and that he, he's so good, he has to separate the darkness from the light. Mm -hmm. For all those who are children of light, we see that in scripture, we're called children of light. Well, that's because we are now in the presence of God and it's like the light bulb has come on in our life. And now our whole world is uh, still being ruined and um, terrible things happen because of sin and those who indulge in sin. And so God has to separate the darkness and the light. And that looks like him sending them yeah, yeah. somewhere where that he is not present. argument stems from a misunderstanding of both God's nature and of man's nature. Mm -hmm. um, we, or humans, mankind, uh, are from birth uh, destined or on, on the road to hell because... Not because of punishment, but because, like you said, if God is light, and we know that light and darkness can't mix, mm -hmm. um, and we know that God is holy, and holy and sin cannot mix, and we know that our nature since Genesis 3 is that of sin, we cannot be in the presence of God. And the, the, the reality of the gift of God through His Son is that he has made us no longer, um, he has removed our identity of darkness and has instead given us a new identity of light. And because of that, it is not for any other reason, we do not, it, it is not because we deserve to go to heaven or anything, but because of that, his light is now imputed on us. And yeah. we, our nature is, uh, we are not totally in his light yet because we are still on earth, but we are reflecting our, exactly. It. It's like the moon and the sun. Yeah. We are, we are to reflect the light of God. That's the, that's the gift of God is that we can access his presence because our darkness is removed. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, and then verse seven, he says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. 
in the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanseth us from all sin. Then he says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And then he goes on in the most famous verse, uh, at least for me anyway, I quote this every day in my prayer life. It says that if we confess our sins, he's mm -hmm. faithful and just to forgive us our sin yeah. and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then it says, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So I see here the contrast between a, um, a hypocrite and a true believer. A true believer is walking in the light and he is doing his best to confess sin. It's not mm -hmm. saying here in the passage that we are sinless, but we are doing our best to confess our sin before God and to let his light shine on us and show us what needs to be improved so we can fix it and confess it and uh and get it right with him um but the hypocrite he's all talk this guy is like you know he says he walks with god mm -hmm. you know um this is the person that is always bragging about how self-righteous they are yeah um but they like the Bible says, they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. That power is the Holy Spirit working the transformation in their life. Yeah, you can have a form of godliness all you want, but if it's not real godliness, then it's not godliness. It's right. still still sin. What I love about First uh, John specifically is there is no gray area. Um, it is so black and white. You are either... Uh, even even later on in chapter three, you're either a child of the devil or you're a child of God. Yeah. You cannot, there is no, if you're not one, you're the other. And the same way here, um, you know, if we say that we have no sin, but we, but we do, um, but we do indeed sin, uh, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Yeah. They, um, they're making God the liar. Yeah. It's like, it's like. Uh, I'll use my kids as an example. It's like if my son, my uh, three-year-old, almost four, if he were to steal something from the food uh, pantry that I told him not to get, maybe it was, um, maybe it was like a piece of candy or some chocolate or something, and I say you're not allowed to have that till after dinner. He goes and he takes it, and I say, "What are you doing with that?" He says. Dad, you're a liar. I didn't get anything. That That's like a direct uh, indictment on God, and it's calling him the liar. Yeah. It's saying, we haven't sinned. Who are you to say we're sinning, God? And so that is, that is the flip side to someone who is uh, sinning but confesses it, or then there's someone who's sinning, and then they make God the liar, and they think they are self-righteous. Yeah. Nobody... As a default rule, if you ever hear, even uh, explicitly or inexplicitly, if you ever hear somebody claim that they do not sin, then you know where in this passage they fall into. Um, yeah, that's 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 again why I love this what the Bible as a whole. But John is so. Um, this is how it is. If this is not how it is in your life, then this is the opposite of that. And that's yeah. what you are and yeah. you need and this is again paul says test that you are a part of the faith that is something that we have to do yeah is um yes we don't lose our salvation but um 
salvation is a lot bigger than just praying a prayer and you know and poof. it's a change of heart yeah and that change of heart ref- literally changes everything no nope. not just it's not Absolutely. just a decision that you make once well and so that change um what i've seen and i've experienced is people who claim this sinless perfection mm-hmm. um it's it's not making them more like Christ. It's making them as God, and they tell yeah. other people what they can and can't do. Um, they even go as far as to make like extra biblical rules and regulations. Like I remember uh, growing up, I heard this once that um, people weren't allowed to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? It's the movies just, weren't even yeah. invented, you know, at the time of Jesus. How can how can there be a law against that? It's rules based on preferences. Yeah, um, that's exactly what it is. Or I heard uh, about people not being able to play cards because cards were of the devil because they're associated with gambling. With gambling. And everything. Yeah. But there, uh, the Book just, of Galatians I mean, says against such there is no law yeah. for fruits of the spirit, and that's really what the New Testament is about. It's yeah. about the change of the heart and not these strict outward rules. outward commands yeah, because that's what the pharisees were uh claiming their righteousness by was the rules and the whole point of jesus's ministry was you're missing it. Uh, again first john love has been your commandment from the very beginning uh that is that is yeah. every and, and then if you can take that and you can apply it to every single law that god gives you can see that love is what drives the obedience to every one of those laws. If you look at the Ten Commandments, you know, love is a necessary uh, factor for each one of those to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Love is absolutely required. And, you know, the Jews of the time and many of us today, uh, and just because we may know this in our head doesn't mean we live this in our life. So it's important for us to be making sure that we are indeed loving. Yeah, uh, our brothers and our sisters. Yeah, I. On the flip side, though, to the hypocrite, um, we see a believer and how he reflects Jesus. We see like the brightness of a believer. Um, one of the crazy things, it's like, it says that he walks in the light. You know, I just mm. every time I read something like that, that's so personal. It's like. God literally cares enough about us to invest in us and make our life better with his light, with giving us his word and, uh, and making us more like him. Yeah. Um, but it's also like, well, God, how can we walk in the light? Uh, maybe you can shed some, shed some light on how to walk in the light. Well, there's, there's practical ways in which we walk in the light there's things that if we don't um if we don't practice certain things regularly such as prayer and the reading of scripture um then we will certainly it'll be certainly easier for us to fall out of the light uh if obviously we we understand that um walking in the light is akin to walking on a narrow road um, which is easy to fall off of. So God has in, has given us the uh, tools for us to make sure that we are enclosed on the path of light. But 
we need to be using these tools. It's like you're trying to, you know, hang something without a hammer or, or a nail or hang something without tools. You can't do it. Yeah. Um, thy word is a lamp to my feet. Yeah. Right? God's lamps, word, lamps give light. Lamps give light. God's word is a lamp, is the brightest lamp that we have. Um, it, it is sufficient for then, all problems. Yeah, and then like you were saying, the end of that verse, it says that it's a light to our path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're walking exactly. this narrow road. If we are not, I mean, and it's very clear, if we're not reading scripture, we are not in the light. We have to be reading this because, you know, God tells Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Yep. And he continues and if he says, if you meditate on this day and night, um, thou shalt have great success and thou shalt make thy way prosperous. So this is making our way prosperous is not why we read the word, but we recognize that not reading the word can make our way disastrous. Yeah, it brings destruction. Exactly. Imagine trying to walk across a freeway blindfolded. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that, could, That's, that could end terribly. Yeah. So why would we try to walk through life without the light of life, which is Jesus and his word and uh, how he convicts yeah. and uh, and some of that's discipline i mean it takes discipline to do these things it yes. takes a lot of it um believe me i'm with, going going through uh first chronicles right yeah. now and it is and that is also it's hard that is also a lamp to your feet first chronicles that's there's I, a reason I, it's in the bible i mean there the nuggets are few and far between but right there. now but i found some good yeah. ones in there um there was a beautiful verse that i that i uh it was either in first or second chronicles that I, I learned the other day. Um, the eyes of the Lord runneth to and fro. That's a good one. Um, throughout the whole earth, upholding the hearts of those that are, uh, that he deems to be righteous. Or so I don't have it completely memorized, but I think that... You did pretty good. What? You said you did pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, um, it's... So like you said... Um, the nuggets are there, the nuggets of gold. Um, you just have to have, to yeah. have the discipline to, to and then search we, for them. Yeah, we know that all scripture is profitable, right? For uh, all of doctrine, all of reproof, all of correction and our instruction in righteousness. Yep. So, and those are really all, everything we need right there. That's everything. Yep. That's instructions for every part of life. There's everything from marriage to child raising, to working, to you know, there's correction when we lead, when we go astray. Yeah. And then obviously along with that is also prayer. Prayer is a huge part of your walk with God and is it is also why. Bro, your shirt says pray. Yeah. Did I know. you plan that? Huh? No. <laughs> um, it is also prayer is also um uh, a a light in our lives. Uh, oh. prayer is how we talk to him and and how he talks to us and the Bible is how he talks to us. And there's, you know, uh, there's other, uh, I believe those two to be the, the most absolute necessary, you know, I, I think, um, prayer and scripture reading are requirements as in for, for, for you to walk in the light. Those are absolutely necessary. Absolutely. There's other things that will help, you know, uh, church membership is given for a reason. You yeah. go to church for a reason. There's wisdom and counsel. Yeah. Um, 
you know, what else? Give me some. You can have mentors. So you can. Right. Um, and you put me on the spot now. Uh, you could have mentors. You can have um, literally just a, a time where you not just pray and talk to God, but you just worship Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some times where I don't really know what to pray, so I just know how to sing. Yeah, I sing to God. Singing is prayer. Give, give His praise. Absolutely. Um, there are tons of different ways how how God wants to connect through us. You know, it's not just the come in, sit in your church chair and, you know, listen to a message, shake somebody's hand and, you know, go home and that's your Christian duty. It's a day to day. God's walking. God is literally walking with us through our circumstances and our trials. And he wants us to depend on him and pray and ask him for things, but also just to bring him our cares uh, cast all your care upon him because yeah. he cares for you. Um, so I, I think those are very good ways to walk in the light. Then we see that, you know, we as believers have fellowship uh, in church. And mm-hmm. you, you touch on that. That's why he's given us the church and he's given us each other is to lean on each other. Um, like that one song. I don't remember who sings it. Lean on me when you're know, strong. Yeah. yeah that, sorry, I'm going to cut that out. Uh, uh, and then my favorite part about this is, uh, at the end of this passage, he says that, uh, we have been washed in the blood of the lamb Mm -hmm. and God doesn't see the sin anymore. You know, he just sees the blood of his son, uh, the spotless sacrifice for us. And so now we are seen as children of light. We're seen as holy. We're seen as accepted when once we were children of darkness and we were rebels against God and we, we did everything opposite to him. And now we are reconciled and we have this new life. We're adopted. We're children of light. And we see that now we are given this hate for sin that we want to confess it. We agree with God. We're like, God, to agree with God is what the word confess means. You agree with God that your sin is sin and it's, destructive the habits are destructive and it's it's wrecking god's creation right and so when you have that mindset now now it enables you to walk in the light and you just are constantly just bringing it before him uh and some of us have besetting sins that we bring up to him constantly and we might think god are you tired of hearing me bring this up but i think he looks on us with care and he's like I just want you to give this up because it it's destroying you. It's destroying your life. And yeah. um, I want the best for you. I gave my life for you. I think that's genuinely the heart of God. Um, but uh, wrapping up, we are think, already out of time. Give your final thoughts. And the- Yeah. Uh, I just I wanted to touch on one more time the, the walking in the light. Yeah. Um, we, we mentioned some practical things such as reading scripture and prayer and church and all that. Um, I think the, the biggest um, and surefire way of walking in the light is pursuing throughout your whole life, pursuing more and more depth to your understanding of Jesus's sacrifice. Um, I think if we... We know that Jesus is light. 
We know that Jesus is love. In my life, I have had a humongous increase of my grasp of God's love for me as I've been trying to understand Jesus really as a yeah. whole. Um, Isaiah 53 was crucial for me. Oh, it's powerful. Um, I, I'm in tears every time I read that. It's it his love for us to be able to do that. I mean, can you imagine you doing that for somebody? I, I, I can't. Bro, I couldn't. And the fact, not only that, but he did that for me and to every other for every other person on earth to the to the same extent as he did it to me. So, um, as Paul writes, and he, he knew as much about them as he knew about exactly. us. And as Paul, and he's as involved now in their lives as he is in mine. And I feel like he's humongously involved in yeah, mine. Um, me too. So, the I forget what Paul says. I know we're out of time. Um, the surpassing knowledge, the surpassing worth of knowing Christ is my goal. And it should be the goal of every Christian. Amen. I think. That's awesome. I love this uh, this passage and, and the uh, dialogue we had. Um, if you're listening, uh, Max is going to become a regular guest. Uh, Jordan's still going to be uh, doing some podcasts with us. Uh, but you can uh, follow us on Instagram. Is it called following? Yeah. Okay. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, we now have a website. It's faith dash of dash the dash fathers.com all right uh we look forward to connecting with you more see you bye